I, I have a deadline and it's, uh, it, it makes sense when I have a deadline to start very early. And the best would be to start as soon as possible to know uh, which effort of work it will be. So at the end of the day I know, okay, I have two months. I have approximately one hour of music. One hour of music is about, uh, it depends, 1,200 bars. So I have to do so and so much bars a day to get it. You calculate. I have to calculate, yeah. yeah. And uh, if I say, okay, I have to do on one day uh, about, let's say, 50 bars. Uh, when I do 100 bars one day, Next day I have only 10 uh, bars. It depends what kind of work it is, but if it's a, uh, a score uh, with an ensemble, mostly I start with a sketch like a piano score and then I instrumentate it just to bring a form. I make instrumentation and I, I'm very I'm very quick with instrumentation. This is just a click 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 and mouse, yeah? yeah. Very quick. Yeah. The great idea is to and the greatest work is bringing the form to make a structure. This is the the hardest work of it. And the instrumentation is just sound. When I write the piano score, sometimes I write in, okay, flute, uh, bass, it depends. Yeah? So this would be that sound, that sound, da da da, or, the, or I write it just uh, in, in the flute, but only two bars and then the rest. And the next step, this is really work, is just looking the dynamic. So. I have an idea of the dynamic, of, but I had to write it down. And the last is looking, is the dynamic and the whole uh, structure fitting? Proofreading is a great part of the work. Even if it's a very non-harmonic work, it has a lot logical structure. And if something is not logic, and does not fit, it, you can hear it or you see it. So this this is the very last stage, just looking if there are mistakes in it. And you find mistakes until like the last second to deliver it to the guy who commissioned it. Sometimes I'm really ready. What usually inspires you? This is a very theoretical question. It comes, if it not comes, uh, I'm not inspired. <laughs> Yeah. You have to be inspired. When you have a certain time, then you have to start working on your piece. Uh, in the evening and at night, there is no telephone. There's email, but I had not to look, uh, read. But there's no telephone and there's no meeting. Have you ever had a musical idea for a piece that um, you tried to make, but it was impossible? Do you mean it in an artistic way or in a pragmatic way? In an artistic way would be, I have an idea and it doesn't work. Practical way or problem would be, I write a piece, but it's not uh, played like sugar. So then an artistic way. Normally, when I do something, if it's ready, it's ready. 
normally. But sometimes there is only a develop, also a development, and then after 20 years I'm doing it again and uh, change it a little bit. It's not very often, but now I had a piece that was performed and I had a feeling, okay, there's one part, it's too long. So in the next, uh, I did another version of it and I just cut it out and find another ending and it's good so. What moments changed you and formed you as a composer? At the end of the day I had the feeling this is that uh, what I can do best. So there's a lot of things I'm quite good and I, I lived for many years from writing. Maybe I'm the only composer ever beside Peter Hoffmann that made uh, his living and also financed his studies by writing. So I wrote a lot of broadcasting shows for the Austrian Broadcasting System, ORF. I did uh, about 250 features, radio features. I wrote for feature films, uh, I wrote the, the uh, text. Some years ago, I wrote uh, some short stories. This book uh, came out. Now, my second book is coming out. And this mixture is quite good because uh, when I'm doing music theater, very often I also write my own texts or I have a co author, and he gives me very interesting ideas, and then I take it and put it in my music. How did you transition to composing? In a way, I started with the violin when I was five. I was in a school orchestra as a violinist when I was 10 years old about. I was so bored from the score. So I, I played my own improvised melodies to these pieces. They are very, very easy. If it's a, okay. a school orchestra for yeah. young children, it's yeah. just da di da di. <laughs> and I did da di 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 da di. And then, uh, the guy beside me said, Teacher, he's playing something else. I did it so that it fits. So it was not against this piece, it makes it just a little more floral. So this is the first beginning, and then. I started uh, when I was 16, I started uh, playing the guitar and playing in a band and we only did improvisations and uh, our own music. When I'm playing with the band I saw, beside my other studies, that I don't really know what I'm doing. So I started uh, really university, clearly and uh, composing. So just not improvising and doing it just like I feel uh, to get the skills. And these skills are very helpful when I see there is a mistake to know what I'm doing to do it right. Yeah? If I, I write a piece and something is not working, then I, I just think, okay, maybe this is very creative and it fits, make the best out of it. And I think, okay, in the point of view of the traditional skills, even like Schoenberg also did, Schoenberg maybe it's better to do it in this way. And then I tried out to fix something. It's not so helpful for creation. You also study drama mm -hmm. and to write uh, operas? 
I studied drama, yes. Okay. I have a degree, I'm the doctor of uh, drama, uh, science. Uh, I have also a diploma of uh, composition. Music theater is a very interesting thing for me. So I was a lot of years uh, musical director of different uh, stages in Europe, in, in German uh, language Europe. So in Germany, in Austria, and in Switzerland. I, I like this very much because if I have a good director, I'm free. He, he, he gives me a frame, and inside this frame, I'm free to do whatever. So one can try out a lot. The stage, I did a lot also of very avant-gardistic stuff, electro-acoustic stuff, electronics, and live electronics, and different sounds, and computer music, and also mixed with acoustic instruments and singing actors, something like that. And this is helpful because one learns a lot of tools how to make it happen. And out of this work there came my commissions for writing scores of film music, of TV music. Drama studies affects your uh, music. Drama studies is, uh, if you bring it on the point, a very uh, humanistic uh, study that you know the whole history of theater and also history. You don't understand Shakespeare if you don't know the Game of Thrones. Just you have it now in, in this series, I think it's Netflix, yeah? Game of Thrones. Yeah? And this is Shakespeare. The history of the English uh, kingdom is sex and crime. And you don't understand Shakespeare and you, uh, if you don't know that. And you yeah. don't understand Goethe or Schiller if you don't know the history of that. Uh, I was very lucky having a teacher in the gymnasium that was very humanistic. So when he told us about Goethe's travel to Italy, he told us the whole uh, history and the geography. So he said, yes, and it was in this town and in this town it was this painter and there was this poet and there is this is about because there is this and that geographic situation and history. You can't divide arts from history. This is all together. Uh, the Viennese classic was just a part of this political and historic system in Austria. And the Wiener Congress made a special form of theater, the change of the centuries in Austria, bringing up Schoenberg. It was just a part of the history at that time. You, you can just not say, okay, this is music and this is history. No, it's together. And if you uh, make film music or make uh, theater music, then you have to mix it up and to know, in my opinion. It's not isolated from the normal life. What are the biggest differences between classical music and film music or music first? You have to define first what is contemporary music. In classical music, you have also programmatic music, uh, Luke uh, Berlioz. Uh, and, and even uh, Mozart, in a way, is also programming uh, and, and Haydn. There is no, there is no difference because uh, I, I think uh, it has to fit to the story. When I'm doing uh, uh, music for a TV 
feature, I'm not free. They want something from me. They want it in a very, very uh, narrow uh, concept framework. This is a quite different work as if I'm doing theater where I'm more free or my own idea, just like the operetta I just wrote. I, re I read the story, I read the music. It, the same it was with my children opera. I have a libertist, okay, but the libertist I'm working with. And it's my idea, so. But in, as a stylistic way, there is no difference between contemporary music and film music if the director wants this way. Look at Pirates of the Caribbean. There are parts in it just like Ligeti, Schoenberg, uh, but only 30, 40 seconds, and then it changed the build romantic story Hollywood life. If you just cut it off, you can play it in Darmstadt. And nobody knows it's from Paris of the Caribbean. And they use it as a, to make emotions. So nowadays the frames of this is not working anymore. Everything is mixed up and the, uh, the borders are very, very fluid. Do you ever choose a text that you want to write music Sure. If it fits, <laughs> there's a lot of boring text is outside and if there's a text uh, just for me fitting and I have the feeling it has music inside then it's inspiring sometimes when I find a really good it comes it's not very often a really good poem maybe from an author and he's still living I get in contact with him or her and try to work together and making something new so I did this very often for instance when I saw theater from a young playwright, he wrote, and it was so good, I just uh, asked him uh, to make something together, and that uh, if he wants to write a new piece, I will make the music. Does your music uh, style changes? I don't know, but I'm interested in different styles. Since my childhood, I, uh, I have a classical education. I did make pop and rock music. I studied contemporary music. Some people say to me, they have the feeling they can hear my special sound. But I don't know. There's a lot of good music and there's also a lot of bad music. And this is subjective for me. So if it's interesting for me to do it myself, if not, why to do? <laughs> Being in the society of composers here in Vienna, how could you describe Austrian music traditions? There is nothing anymore like tradition. Everything is very fluent. There is a B of sound of musicians that have grown up with Sylvian and this feeling and maybe when they are doing jazz or pop music even it's in there if Schoenberg had in some works the Viennese waltz and uh, we have not only Vienna in Austria we have also the countryside and this is a very strong musical scene there and this mixing it up with jazz and pop and rock but it, I think it's the same way uh, when, when I was in Riga I heard a lot of music of 
contemporary composer and I had a feeling it's a mixture of the mainstream avant-garde and uh, the folk music. And in a way it's in, in Austria also similar. Even a little bit more strong, I had a feeling in, in Riga, but maybe it's because it was not so common for me. Choir music was, was very strong, with a great tradition. Uh, contemporary music was a folk music. And in a way, I think it's in Austria. We have a very long, long tradition. There's a heritage of the positive part and the negative part. And how would you describe both today Austria? I think it's like in any time, he or she is successful, it's great. <laughs> if not, it also, we in Austria, in a way, we are very proud of being uh, the music country. But we are not anymore, if you look at it from an economic point of view. We, we are from heritage, and people coming here, and the tourists come and they say, ah, oh, we want a Viennese music. Okay, what do you want? Mozart. Okay. <laughs> Great, yeah, in a city of music. What do you want? Mozart. But we have also had, no, 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 Mozart. Mozart was not from Vienna. If you say Leha, yeah? Leha, no, 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 Leha. what's Leha? You say Mary Widow, okay, but Mozart I would like more. Sure, if, if you are in the composing society, meeting comes like a bubble, they feel they are in the middle of the world. But the same is also for writers and lawyers and physicians. When he's in his bubble, it, it's a city of medicine. On the other hand, to, to have a positive part, now still possible for a musician to live here as a freelancer. This is not possible anymore in any other countries. Maybe in Berlin, maybe Los Angeles. But in Vienna, there's coming a lot of musicians, and a lot, I know a lot of them, that can really live when they are good enough as a freelancer. And they can really live, not just exist yeah, and starving. No, they can really live. They have a car and they have a flat, and it's going on. Yeah? They have to be busy. And there's a. Uh, after opening uh, the borders, uh, the prices for the musicians going down, but still enough that they can live. For me as a composer, and when we have one I have in summer, it's paradise, because we have a lot of wonderful musicians that are really good. So uh, I did, uh, if you read my homepage and my biography, when I did uh, this renovation and rearrangement and edition of this score of the old Sissy music, we had young musicians that playing with a Hollywood conductor. They are so good. The guy from Hollywood was uh, it's, it's amazing. They are not so good in, in Los Angeles that these guys here, but they are not common to play with click. They just do. So in a way, this is still a music city. What do you think is the future of So you have to define what is contemporary music. You mean the, uh, the so-called contemporary music, uh, avant-garde classical music? Do you mean that? 
about that. Yeah. There's also a fluent uh, order because uh, now uh, we say uh, classical modern, uh, classical modern. What's that? It's the avant-garde from the 20th century. Cannot say this is uh, contemporary music. Contemporary means now, but it's a music from the mid of the last century. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, and partly it's not from the mid, it's from the beginning of the last century. So, okay, on the other hand, you have contemporary music that is written now and it's very banal, just uh, pop music. It's also contemporary. Yeah? So, this contemporary, it's like a cloud, it's not concrete. The avant garde of the 50s, on the one hand, it's also a small bubble, and parts of it spread out in normal music. A part of film music, of pop music. Frank Zappa learned from Schoenberg and made in his pop music parts of 12-tone music. Uh, there, there is this interview with Philip Antonio you have on my homepage, and he says, okay, Sacre de Printemps was avant-garde and now it's just classic. And I said, yeah, this, this is the music of today. I had also to learn to understand the piece. So I think every kind of art is just a matter of power has found the way in the society. So look around. What do you see here? Yeah? When it was built in about 1860, the people say, this is awful, I don't like it. This is modern, this, it's no style, it's a mix from classic and modern, and what is it? And now everybody says, oh, isn't it beautiful? It's so classic. On the other hand, uh, if people don't like something in their time, there's no guarantee that in 100 years the people will like it. You understand what I mean? Yeah. If you're doing today something uh, people don't like, there's no guarantee in 150 years or 20 years people will like it. Sometimes maybe you need it to bring it 20 times and then they, they will love it. It's contemporary is a matter of fitting in the time. If you are too early, it's bad. You are a pioneer, but you will starve your life. If you are too late, if you are lucky like Rossini, you get very well. <laughs> Rossini was very late, but he was a genius bringing all that together. For me, Monteverdi was a, at the time, you know that, it was Asnova. It was very intellectual. 32 fugues reversed and was very, very intellectual music. Just like contemporary music. And it was very intellectual and it was boring. But it was very clever, but it was boring. And it was the end of an evolution. And then came up Monteverdi and said, what you have done is great. But I take only this and that and that. And over that I'm doing folk melody. And this was the beginning of the opera and the beginning of the polyphonic music with melodies. It was only polyphonic, but it has no melodies. And before it was only melody without polyphonic. And he brought together the Justo music and the avant-garde and also melodies. Mm -hmm. It's possible. Yeah, Have a nice time in Vienna. Yeah, it's okay. great to see you.